Hello guys, how are you? Kariboni sana to today's episode, episode 7 of 2022. Thank you for being here. Thank you for clicking on the link. Thank you for coming here. And if you're here for the very first time, Karibu sana. Thank you. And this is Kate Walker, your girl. And your host for this wonderful move, uh, movement and podcast, the Redesigning Lives podcast. And even as we continue, I just love for you to uh, share this with your friend, invite a friend over, and just be sure to uh, be be on the uh, be the one to check out on your friends. You know, even as they check up on you, let's check out on each other. Let's share. Let's be your brothers keepers. You know, it's quite crazy, but when we have each other can get through this you know so welcome to today's episode and in this episode we're gonna be talking about no more shackles yeah no more shackles like basically the things that have been holding you back the chains the things that easily trap you and make you stagnate and make you feel like you're not moving forward things like fear self-doubt lack of confidence things like um, imposter syndrome, you know, uh, comparison, uh, giving up quickly. Those are the, some of the things that hold us back, I know, in this generation because there's so much out there for us, but we get held back by our own insecurities, even from the inside, more than the outside holding us. So, how do you just get past these shackles? How do you get past these chains? How do you move past all that is troubling you? And to take us through this episode today is a friend of mine, my accountability buddy for a season. You know, there's a time she was my accountability buddy. And her name is Carol Loyola. And she's a wife, a mom. She's a communications professional. And she's also a podcaster of Overcome Today podcast. Now, I just saw it fit for her to talk about the overcome, sorry, to talk about the normal shackles because her podcast is more of overcoming you know her podcast overcome today so i feel like she's just the right person to talk about overcoming your shackles moving past the things that are holding you back and i love how she talks about um your story changing the world you know she says your story can change your world the world and it's so true your story can change the world so i love how she talks about that in her podcast you can check it out uh, overcome today podcast on her socials and the your preferred platform so hey carol welcome to this episode Karibu. thank you kate for this honor and privilege to be on the redesigning lives podcast yani i am so amazed at how much this movement has grown i really pray nothing but immense blessings world-changing impact and growth for redesigning lives My name is Carol Oyola. I am a daughter of the Most High King, a world changer, a wife, mother, communications professional, podcaster, church planter, ministry leader. Yeah, I wear many hats. For the purpose of this episode, I will cut it down to one title, host of the Overcome Today podcast. I started the podcast in April 2019. And it's been three years of being in the space and boy, has it been one heck of a crazy ride. Um, But I'm truly, truly grateful that I get to do what I love. And I absolutely thank the Lord for giving me this idea and for me using the podcast as a ministry tool. 
Now here's a shameless plug. If you want to know how Kate started the Redesigning Lives movement, check out episode 43 on the Overcome Today podcast, which is available on all podcast platforms, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. Seems she's returning the favor, by the way, by having me on her podcast. Um, But you know what? I'm grateful. So let's get to it. No more shackles. Hey, when Kate told me to talk about no more shackles, I was like, what chick? (laughs) But what does that even mean? And no, not the famous Mary Mary song. Um, But just let me play preacher for a second and give definitions for what I'm talking about. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, or is it Merriam, depending on which school you went to, there are four definitions of shackle, but I'll only stick to the two that I think are relevant for this episode. Now, the first definition, um, it says something that can Now, for the first definition, it says something that confines the legs or arms. Definition two says something that checks or prevents free action. Now, shackle can also be a verb, and they say it means to deprive of freedom, especially of action, by means of restrictions or handicaps. This helps paint a better picture of what we'll be talking about, right? This is just by the very typical of our day-to-day life. Sometimes we feel like we are bound by something that denies us the freedom or ability to really live out who we are meant to be. I also did a bit of research into the mention of shackles in the Bible and found that it's mentioned quite severally depending on the version that you use, Um, but they also use synonyms or alternative words, but it's still mentioned in various instances. And you will find lots of biblical references using the word fetters or chains, which are literally equal to the word shackles. For example, in Matthew chapter 5, we see the story of the demon-possessed man. This was a time when Jesus and His disciples had arrived in the region of Gerasenes through boat. And verse 4 says, For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. And this is, of course, because he was possessed by demons. Um, So that's just sort of like an example of how shackles, please, before you go (laughs) too far, I'm not talking about demonic activity here, but just give you an idea of what shackles are. Um, They're basically chains or fetters, um, if you're bougie like that. Um, Yeah. So now before you snooze out on me, wondering where I'm getting with this, be patient, imagine, just hang in there, kidogo. I just need to paint this picture so that we both understand what God wants us to learn. Also, this is not going to be your average YouTube motivational talk, please. No. I will base this purely on the word of God. And the word of God in Hebrews 4.12 says is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. At the end of the at the end of all this, or rather at the end of this episode, um, my goal is that we are all moved, including myself, to repent pray or seek wisdom from our heavenly father so what would you consider shackles in your life or what is holding you back is it fear guilt shame pain sin negative habits i'd encourage you to reflect and put a name to it 
Um, and I'll give you a personal example. I carry the shame of sexual abuse, pain, and sin, and past trauma on my back. As a child, I was sexually abused by a female, rela uh, female relative. And as much as the incident happened once, it caused me pain and anguish. Um, and then I lost my father when I was 12. So clearly, I was a wreck. The manifestations of my pain, trauma, and heartbreak really, I think, started to show much later in my adulthood. And I carried that with me from my early 20s into my late 20s. And it's not only until I rebranded my podcast in 2020 and God commanded me to share my story. Immediately I did. I just felt this heavy load lift and I knew my deliverance had come. I no longer live in the guilt and shame of my past. I really don't. And because I just know that I am forgiven, I am restored, I am loved, I am redeemed. And it's not to say that I'm good now. Maybe there are times the thoughts and those triggers of trauma resurface. But I now know who to run to. Like the psalmist said in chapter 121, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Now the breaking of shackles, chains, or the things that hold you back can just not be on your own strength. These are spiritual elements, as stated in Ephesians 6.12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Um, so this is not a physical fight. This is not like a, I need to lose 5 kgs kind of fight. Um, it really is much more than that. But I think there are three things, and these are some of the things I think just got placed in my heart, three things that I believe that need to happen for you to gain victory or for you to break those shackles um, with his help, of course. Number one, confess and believe that he is God. Basically, salvation or being born again. And before you roll your eyes at me saying that I'm preaching you want to be free, don't you? Freedom is not what you think. The world has a twisted way of defining freedom. They say, be yourself. Do what makes you happy. Follow your heart. YOLO. You know? <laughs> All these sound familiar? Well, the simplest definition of salvation is to be delivered or rescued from peril. It's funny how it relates to being set free from chains or fetters. The most common meaning of salvation is to be saved by God from the consequences of our sin. We are born sinners. None of us, including myself, are blameless, righteous, or holy. It's only Jesus who was holy, by the way. Yeah, spoiler alert. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, it says in Romans 3.23. And Jeremiah 17.9. I really love this verse because where this verse really, you know, pierces me. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Hey. So all these shenanigans of follow your heart by the they are all lies. Because you you know, it has said it is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, like desperately wicked. So you need to surrender your sin, your flesh, everything to God, and it begins with salvation. That is the gospel. The reason why God sent Jesus Christ to rescue us from the consequence of sin, which really stemmed from Adam and Eve. 
So you may be asking, like the Philippian jailer in Acts 16.30, what must I do to be saved? Well, there is only one way to salvation, and that is Jesus Christ. Romans 10 verses 9 and 10 say, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believed and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. I really love how an article that I was reading on Crosswalk uh, puts it. Repentance and belief are really two sides of the same coin. Repentance means that we are changing our mind about God and about ourselves. We are laying down our own foolish efforts to save ourselves. We are turning away from self-sufficiency. At the same time, we are turning towards Christ. We trust that he alone is the one who can save us. We are entrusting ourselves to him. All right, so number two is work out your salvation. So yay, you're born again. Hallelujah. The angels are rejoicing in heaven. But don't stay in celebratory mood for too long now. You've got work to do. Salvation is just not by the an abracadabra moment. It's a continuous process. To put in layman's terms, this is a start to the rest of your life. But you've got to put in the work. Paul told the Philippians in chapter 2 verse 12, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Now, let's not confuse this with works in the name of salvation. Salvation comes by faith and faith alone. For some, they take this verse out of context, thinking that it, may, it means that they need to do some works to prove to God that they are saved and worthy of getting into heaven. I won't lie, I used to think that too. It's not working for your salvation. It's working out your salvation, which means growing deeper in your knowledge of and faith in Jesus Christ. It's as simple as read your Bible, pray every day if you want to grow. Yes, that Nasari with its Sunday school song is still relevant to this day. It's scary at first, especially if you don't know where to start, if you're, you know, freshly born again, if there's something like that, or you think you need to go cold turkey on the things that drew you away from Christ initially. But as much as that is necessary, it is important to know that this is a relationship that you're building and you need to invest in it daily because without God, we are nothing. Um, the way you'd say, oh, you need to work out so that you lose a weight or you get fit it's the same thing with your spiritual life you really need to invest but it first starts with your identity and knowing who you are and if you're struggling with that um, i'll give you ephesians 1 and 2 go and read it in your own time it's a great start to really understand who you are as a child of god to grow your faith and to bear fruit and john 15 says i absolutely absolutely love john 15 I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So I want you to highlight the words, if you remain in me. This is why we need to stay connected to and focused on the author and perfecter of our faith, Jesus. With time, you'll notice that guilt, fear, shame, all these negative patterns and thoughts are slowly fading away and your mind is slowly being renewed. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All right, and to the last point, seek accountability and therapy where applicable. Now, this is where we continue getting practical. You really need to plug into a Bible-believing and sound doctrine-preaching church. Look for a community of believers who can keep you accountable. And if need be, seek sound and professional and professional counseling or therapy. I'm a big proponent of Jesus and therapy, so please, if some of the chains that are holding you back are mental, of which 90% of them are, then find a way to get help. The same way you'd go to see a doctor for your rash or your sore throat is the same way you can get help for your mental state. And I don't mean that seeking therapy is for what society calls psychos. No, we are all going through mental issues, but in varying degrees. But I'm also glad that our generation is going against the tide and more people are speaking about their fears, their depression, anxiety, worries. However, many, many more are still dying inside. It's okay to not be okay, Christian or not. Um, And especially now that you're born again, because this is what you've been talking about, um, it's okay to not be okay. And Jesus rightly put it in John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have, not you may have, or sometimes you are, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So even as you seek help, remember that Jesus went through what you're going through. He understands. He connects with your pain. But he overcame so we too can overcome. I love 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, we can't talk about shackles or bondage in just one episode. Or is it I don't know how many minutes I've been rambling for. <laughs> it's an ongoing discussion. And I'd really love to hear your thoughts on it. You can DM me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Overcome Today. I really want to know what you think. And perhaps you're struggling with this whole salvation vibe. And you're like, I have all these friends who say they're born again. I see this joy that they have. But I want this joy and I don't know where to start. Reach out to me or to Kate. And we'll be happy to lead uh, to pray with you. Um, And for you to be able to confess with your mouth and accept Jesus Christ into your heart and, you know, grow in that, in your faith. Um, But Kate even knows, this this is not a topic just to end here. Um, So reach out. Thank you, Kate, once again for this honor. And I pray that your listeners may come to know Christ and experience his love and true freedom through this podcast. See ya. Wow. Carol, thank you so much for blessing us today. Thank you so much for the words you've spoken. Thank you for how you've shared your heart out with us. And I've loved how you've just shared about we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So all these things you're facing, all these shackles that you're trying to get out of, every chain that is holding us back, everything that's holding us back, we just need to fight it in God. You know, we take it to God, tell God, this one needs to go this one needs to go and also like the fact that she's talked about therapy towards the end that we need therapy you know we really really do need therapy and in addition to prayers yeah not all everyone of course feel like therapy is the way to go for you you can add it all to to your list so yeah that's what has stood out for me that we wrestle not against flesh and blood 
wrestle not against flesh flesh and but but if you feel like the, at some point you're in a struggle that needs help it's a, such a push and pull it's a cycle and cycle yeah, you need to seek therapy so they help you how to diagnose and just get through the problems and the challenges so carol Loyola, carol carol Thank you so much, so much. This has been awesome. This has been wonderful and you've been such a blessing. And yes, guys, just as she has spoken, if you need anything, prayer, just reach out to us and we're going to pray with you. going to work with you as well. So this has been the Redesigning Lives podcast, No More Shackles episode. And thank you for being here. So I'd just love for you to just share this link, share this podcast, share this episode. And you can also go back and check out other episodes that we've done. So thank you for being here. This has been your girl and your host, Kate Walker. Cheers. Until next week. Bye.